0: Hey ladies and gents and welcome to episode 14 of the Controlled Interest Gamecast where we talk about video games and everything happening in the industry. As always, I'm joined by Jordan, beyond, and Dominic.
1: It's good to be here, Jared.
0: How's it going, guys? Uh this episode this week is going to be a little different. Our two episodes following are going up to E3. Um this week we're going to be talking about three of the conferences and then next week we're going to be talking about Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. Um so this week we're going to be talking about Ubisoft, EA, and Bethesda as well as our predictions um but let's get into what we've been playing uh like i talked about last week i got quantum break i'm not too far in um i'm in act one chapter four or five i believe i barely uh, was able to take control of the antagonist of the game uh what's the name of the actor jordan Littlefinger from game of thrones can't um, i
2: can't remember his name but his character's name is paul serene
0: paul serene uh so i got to the part where i can control him Really pretty game. Runs really smoothly. The time powers are really cool. The story is really cool. The mocap is really well done. Uh, it's a fun game. Uh, it's very, um... How would I put it? Like, you feel like you're in that world from the very beginning. It's really cool. Great game. Got Overwatch. I've been addicted to that. Uh, to Dom's dismay, probably. Uh, Overwatch is fun. Super fun. All of my friends have it, which is super cool. But the game just runs really well. It runs really smooth. Um, there's a lot of variety in the characters, um like skins and all of the quote-unquote macro transactions that are available in the game. Um, I think they did a really good job of balancing the fact that you can buy the loot crates or loot boxes um, to get these uh, skins and all of these things with earning them in-game without spending any money. I haven't felt the need to buy any loot boxes, and I'm getting a lot of gear unlocked. Um, A lot of different characters, a lot of fun, a lot of different play styles. I find myself playing a different character almost every game, which is cool. The characters that aren't damaged, like that aren't the FPS guys, are really fun. Uh, The big tanks that don't really do a whole lot except help out your team or Mercy, who's just a healer. Super fun. A lot of different gameplay styles. Um, What else? So I played Quantum Break, that. Oh, and then uh, Smite as always. But I haven't been playing too much of that. And then, uh, yeah, just really Overwatch and then Quantum Break. So what about you guys?
1: Hang on, hang on. Um, Colin Moriarty just called and he wants you to know that you're a MOBA nerd.
0: Okay. <laughs> I need to get that uh, tattooed on my arm. <laughs> Though Overwatch isn't technically a MOBA, it has MOBA. I even Shut up, nerd! <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, besides that, what have you guys been playing? Once you're done bashing me, making me cry.
2: Um. So, first of all, Aiden Gillen is the actor's name that you're Aiden Gillen, before. okay. And, um, second of all, I have, um, both been playing The Witcher and reading The Witcher, very much enjoying The Witcher books right now. Um, but as I've been talking about coming up on the podcast, or these past few weeks, I've been saying that Witcher 3 Blood and Wine, the final expansion, uh, pack is coming out. And, um, I am enjoying that so, so much. Um, I would already told you guys off the air that I think... The first expansion, Hearts of Stone, was the best DLC I've ever played. And this is like Hearts of Stone times 5 So yeah, I really don't think it gets much better than The Witcher 3 or The Witcher 3's DLC that they've been putting out. I think that's some of the best ever. So um, in love with it, I'm in love with Toussaint. Um, I think it's just, you know, we talked about the the graphical upgrades that they were doing and this game looks so beautiful. Um, they added a lot of colors in Toussaint. A lot of, um, diversity in the landscapes and the environments. Um, the frame rate's a lot better than it was, uh, at launch or throughout the year when they were doing updates. Um, so yeah, I'm loving it. Um, if there was a disappointment with it, uh, it would probably just be the fact that I've had a few glitches so far. A few things go wrong in the game. Um, the biggest one is that since I installed the update for Blood and Wine, I haven't been able to lock on in combat anymore, which is obviously a big part of The Witcher. Um, So that's kind of sucking. I've been getting through it without really any trouble, but it it definitely, it's taken me off at this point, because I'm I'm wanting to play it, you know, the full experience. So there's that, and then there's just been some stuff that I've had to load checkpoints on, because um, you know, I wouldn't be able to attack an enemy, it wouldn't take damage, or um some npc wouldn't be where they needed to be for me to advance the quest just little things like that so um honestly i didn't even i wouldn't say i had this many glitches even back at launch last year so that would be my biggest disappointment just that there are um a few glitches hindering my experience but other than that i'm completely in love with blood and wine and i love what they're doing with it so um really just scratching the surface because it is such a big dlc pack so that's what I've been playing.
0: Any progress on Persona? Episode 20 is Oh, yeah, of... so I, w- I,
2: I was going to mention that. I know I said last week that I was really going to try to get some Persona in, um, but, yeah, like I said, between the books and the expansion pass, I've just been in full Witcher mode, so um, this week, I promise I will play some Persona. I'm getting close to the end of that game, and I'm about ready to finish it up, because... We do have a Japanese release date for Persona Five now, so I'm getting excited for that. You sound
0: like me. I'm usually the one that makes false promises of playing a game the following oh, week. Oh <laughs> come on! Yeah, what well, was it? I'm gonna beat light. that
2: game. Yeah, There's tonight. no way I'm shaving all this, this <laughs> these curly locks.
0: <laughs> what about you, Dom? What have you been playing?
1: Uh well, I got a I got a laundry list here to go through. Oh god. Um, uh oh. So I finished up Daredevil season two. It's fantastic. Yep. Obviously, that's not Ooh. a game, but I just want to mention that. Um, also yesterday, the day before, I don't know. Sometime during this week, I watched The Revenant. Uh, Hell yes, Leonardo DiCaprio. It, I it, it's taken me too long to finally see it, but I don't think I'm ever gonna feel like a man ever again after <laughs> watching what he does in that movie. But yeah,
2: is that not one of the most intense films you've ever seen? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. That's okay. that's from the same There's, guy who directed Birdman, right? Yep. Yep, Alejandro.
1: D. Yeah, Inarutu,
2: I, Inaru I think is his name. Something odd,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, I was super into that. Um, definitely recommend it. As far as video games, uh, I've been playing Doom. Doom and Doom and Doom. Do you it's like so it? Much... Doom! It's so Doom. I, there, <laughs> I don't think there's a game that's more itself. itself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it better, but yeah. yeah. It's just so much Doom in Doom. <laughs> Are you having fun? yeah it's it's a lot of fun um the the glory kills somehow even after you've done it a thousand times they don't get old
0: yep (laughs) they're
1: just as satisfying i'm i'm only like five chapters in okay um i think i'm approaching like the halfway point or so but yeah tons of fun i just got to to hell which i had previously thought that mars was pretty grim and terrifying but (laughs) then you then you show up in hell and it's okay all
2: right welcome to hell <laughs> yeah. bitch
1: i'm glad you're enjoying it you're you you're hearing me talk about it you're getting a little jealous i'm glad you finally have your hands on it to play it's fun man. yeah yeah i just had to do it it's, it's right up my alley so i just couldn't hold on anymore so
2: it sounds like you guys enjoy doom for the same reasons i enjoy sunset overdrive it just knows what it is and it just goes for it
0: yeah, yeah it's just it's fun like it's just fun yeah yeah um that's cool uh anything else besides doom you just been dooming it up
1: yeah that's been it awesome do you have it like you have you used a lot of the different weapons like yeah i have quite a few right now um so there's the weapon wheel and i think there's like eight slots on it maybe 10 yeah and i think i only have like two or three empty slots left
0: um, yeah i think it's... you get the
1: bfg is left and then a couple other guns yeah I definitely don't have that um yeah, I I keep on trying to remind myself to you know cycle through different weapons because otherwise I just end up using the shotgun the entire time.
0: When it gets later in the game, you'll realize that you can't do that because uh, you'll either a run out of ammo or b it just it's not quick enough for the because you know like as the game goes on, you get more and more. They keep the same enemies you you fought in the earlier parts of the game, and they keep add other ones. So the arenas keep getting a little bit bigger and bigger and more overflown. Towards the end of the game, there is so much going on. But in a good way, like there's just so much you have to shoot, so I'm excited to see how you feel when you come to the end of this. Plus, it's a lot longer of a game than people anticipated. People thought it was going to be a five six hour campaign. It's actually a little bit meatier than people expected. So, yeah, I'm loving it. Um, what well, I think the that's dynamic. everything we've been playing this week. So we got Witcher, we got Doom, we got Overwatch. Um, a nice little serving there. Um, we're gonna be getting into what Ubisoft is gonna be doing at E3 this year. Uh, the Ubisoft conference. This week, there was some leaks from these boxes that Ubisoft sent out um, that had, like, sunglasses and, like, pouches and stuff in them, and they had Watch Dogs 2 um, logo on them. And uh, people are speculating, obviously, this was them sending it out before E3. Uh, Watch Dogs, uh, Ubisoft came out and said uh, recently, I think it was yesterday or the day before, uh, yeah, Watch Dogs 2 is going to be at E3 along with For Honor, uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands and some other surprises so they basically got outed and they had to say that it was already out unless it was intentional um, but I just want to talk about everything they have coming to the show we can run through these and we can talk about them so first off, Watch Dogs 2, what do you guys think? what do you guys
1: expect out of Watch Dogs 2? They're going to show it big old playable demo release date, October? no, I will say September 9th I don't even know if that's a Tuesday but that's what I'm going with
0: Okay, so you think it's going to be coming out this year? Oh, yeah. What about you, Jordan? What do you think for Watch Dogs 2? So,
2: yeah, I guess that's the question, right? Is uh, Wildlands their big fall game, or is Watch Dogs 2 their big fall game? Because I could see either one being this fall, and then the other one being next spring, and then they have Assassin's Creed next fall in 2017. So, due to the fact that we already know about Wildlands, I would probably say that that's going to be their fall game, and then they'll probably just do Watch Dogs 2 next spring, but yeah, I definitely think they're going to do Watch Dogs 2 pretty big this year at E3, just because of the fact that, um, yeah, we got these, you know, (laughs) these coin pouches or whatever with the logo on it, and then there's been, like, the guy who was a voice actor who did the motion capture that didn't know he wasn't supposed to talk about it. The Instagram
0: picture of the the Yeah, there's been...
2: There's been kind of leak after leak after leak with Watchdogs, and I think it's about time for us to learn a lot more about it. Do we think it's going to be good? I definitely think it's going to be better than the first game. I haven't played it. I have it, but I, don't, I haven't played it yet. But from what people said, it does sound like it was uh, somewhat lackluster. So I definitely think if they're going to do a sequel, they know that they have to you know improve a lot of stuff. Honestly,
0: I don't even know if they want to call it Watchdogs 2. They might want to. They might be called something. I don't know. I just I, it's weird to me because like the first game did decent, but yeah, I have no interest in Watchdogs too. I could didn't it well,
1: didn't it sell a shit ton?
2: Yeah, yeah I remember we had didn't that story. Do it did super well. Pretty well, yeah. It didn't do the best critically, but it did sell very well. Yeah.
0: Well, you figure it's at E three every year for like five years. It's, people are gonna know about <laughs> it. Um, for Honor, the sword based combat game that uh, is from UB Montreal, I believe. Could be wrong about that. Um, what do you guys think about this? You guys think it's gonna hold legs? There's rumors that it is going to have a campaign focus to it as well as multiplayer. Some people are anticipating it's only going to be multiplayer only. Um, I think they're going to have some kind of presence there. I think they're going to show off more. It would be really cool. If they have a campaign to this game, I think it'll get a lot more people interested. I think a lot of people have this idea that it's only multiplayer and it turns off a lot of people. Probably you two, right? If it was just multiplayer only, you guys would care less about this game. So if you saw a campaign, would it change your mind about this game? Would it get you interested?
2: Maybe. I think that it's... With For Honor, as soon as they started revealing it, just the, the art direction and the style, the the direction they were going with the uh, warriors and the Vikings, and the samurai, I think that to me, this game could go either way. I could really see it be like a, kind of a sleeper hit that everybody gets involved in, and and people are playing a lot of multiplayer in, even if it does have a, a, a campaign, or I could see it where it kind of just gets like sixes and sevens and people don't really get on it and it just kind of fizzles out. So the For Honor is one of those in-between games for me that I'm really not sure about.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm interested because, like you said, to give a point, like I, it could be an Evolve where people are so hyped about this game and then it comes out and no one plays it after a day or two. Um, yep. Or it could be like a sleeper hit. Um, so I'm intrigued. I really like um, the idea of like the the very... Like, visceral, like, melee combat with swords and stuff. Very in-your-face. It's very strategy-based, too. Um, yeah. I want to see more of it. Um, if it's only multiplayer-only, I'm probably not going to be interested in it. Though I do play multiplayer. I'd, like, Overwatch will be my multiplayer-only game. I want a campaign. Um, that's why I'll only be interested. Um, hopefully
1: go- hopefully it's more in-depth than the the final boss in Uncharted 4. Sword fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ghost Recon Wildlands.
0: We talked about this last week on the show. Got a reveal trailer. Um, do you think we'll see a lot of this game? Do you think we were talking about earlier that this might be their their big fall game, Jordan? Do you think we're going to get some, like, information of what exactly it is? Because we really don't know. You guys have impressions of it being Far Cry-esque. I have impressions of it being Division-esque. Like, do you think we'll get a definitive answer of what this game exactly is?
2: Oh, yeah. To me, this is their game this year. Like, this is Ubisoft's big E3 game, even more than Watch Dogs 2, just because it's been announced it's you know been around for about a year they've they've had a couple trailers now and um the only other option really would be Watch Dogs or an assassin's creed which we know isn't isn't going to happen this year at least um as far as release um and then you've got stuff like south park and uh maybe a raymond game or something and then uh, just dance. So there's nothing else that could really be their keystone at this point. See,
1: I think they could both ship this year, um, a month or two apart. Ghost Recon games, to me, at least my perception has always been, they have like their own kind of niche, uh, crowd, I guess, that always buys those games, and they're different enough um, from uh from like what a Watch Dogs would be. I don't think they could think both, both these... up the fall. Yeah, yeah, I think if they're spaced apart just a bit, that. I mean, assuming that they're both ready and everything, I don't think Ubisoft would have a problem releasing them both this fall, because um, they do have tons of stuff in the pipeline too. Uh, that'll be for next year. So, that's my guess. Well, the thing too is like, this goes to the point of is this a divisionist game
0: where it's a multiplayer all the time uh, gear gear seeker, or is it like a like a single player campaign? If it is the, the Division kind of game, which I anticipate it to be, then it can come out right along with Watch Dogs, which is more of the RPG shooter-ish kind of game, right? Like, that doesn't that isn't the same audience. So, I could definitely see them both hitting the fall pretty big. Um, in that announcement for Watch Dogs 2 of them actually confirming it, they also said they're going to have some surprises. Uh, so, we're just going to go through a list here. Uh, but actually, before we get into that, the one other confirmed thing I have here is uh, Just Dance 2017, which we're all super excited for. Um, there'll probably be some booth there, people dancing, whatever. Um, so some of the rumors or ideas we have, uh, so an Assassin's Creed tease, we're not going to have an Assassin's Creed next, uh, this year, but obviously we'll have one next year, more than likely. Do you guys think we'll
1: have a tease of Assassin's Creed in any way? Yep. And it's going to be in Egypt. They're just going to show a quick, real brief, 10 second trailer-ish thing with the logo at the end in 2017, and then it'll fade out. What if this... You wouldn't think
0: this game is going to be on par with the movie? You think it'll there will be no tie-in to the movie at all? At all?
2: I doubt it. You don't think so? Oh, no. No, not at all.
0: Okay, um, so Assassin's Creed, maybe. Uh, Division expansion. Uh, it was about a year after Destiny came out that it got the Taken King, and it was announced at E3. Well, actually, it was leaked beforehand, and then it was shown at E3. So these kind of gear chaser games... Uh, do you think Division will have an open, like, huge expansion like the Taken King? Or
1: do you think they're done with it? For like, as far as like a big piece of DLC, that's what else will fit in for this fall for them. I think they're gonna have yeah a big expansion pack for the division.
2: See, even more than that though, I'm starting to wonder: are they gonna have to address all the problems with the division at E3? And before they can even sell you an expansion, like that game's broken for a lot of people, and even with their updates, it kind of hasn't helped. So, I'm almost wondering if they're gonna kind of you know apologize or something at their press conference just because for me in order if i was a division fan in order for me to accept them saying oh check out this awesome piece of you know this big expansion pack we've got coming i'd have to be like well you know you kind of got to fix the base game first before i can even play that
1: i really i really doubt they'll you know straight up apologize for it especially at the at E3 anyway but they'll probably say something along the lines of we're still supporting this game and putting a lot of effort into it Dot dot dot. Yeah. And, this expansion yes, will give the expansion. you the division
0: experience you deserve. Right.
1: Yeah, something like that. Okay. They won't, you know, come out and say, we know it's been a shitty time for a lot of you guys, but we're going to fix it, you know.
0: So Far Cry oh, Primal. Be nice. Yeah. So Far Cry Primal is essentially a reskin of Far Cry 4. Do you think we'll see yep. any tease of Far Cry 5 this year? Anything?
2: Nah, because Primal is only a year and a half after, uh, um, Four. Four, and I think that that's close enough to uh, annualization that they don't want to go in any closer, you know. I think they already, they know that they may be kind of screwed up with the Assassin's Creed annualization, so I don't think they're about to jump back into that pool.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe they, they may, maybe they show that at a different conference this year or something, but I don't think now.
0: Okay, so a couple of studios they have here that haven't released a game since 2014. Ivory Tower, who is responsible for The Crew, and uh, Red Lynx was responsible for all the Trials games. Neither of them have had a game in two years. Um, they Both of them could possibly have something uh, in their pipeline. I doubt Ivory Tower will have a sequel to The Crew. It doesn't seem like it did too well. Um, do you guys think we'll see either a game from Ivory Tower or a new Trials game this year?
1: Yeah, and instead of being called The Crew, it's going to be called The Gang or The Swat. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, I have no
0: idea. The Pals. Uh, yeah, so what do you guys think, a new Trials game? I know neither of you really play the Trials games, but do you think they'll have one? They have a pretty decent fan base.
2: Yeah, I'd I'd say that that could happen anytime. You know, they could just kind of, not that they're just like crapping them out, but they could kind of just throw it out there and people would accept that. Yeah. As far as Ivory Tower, do you have any idea if that studio has like a racing pedigree? Is that their deal? That's or their only they game just... they've
0: made. Is the crew?
2: Yeah, but I guess. I, like the I guess heads, I'm I have no is... idea
0: if they're like a racing studio. No clue.
2: Yeah, if they like came from you know, racing background or whatever. I don't know, but um, yeah, I would like to see, that would be cool if, you know, we could get something that isn't racing or, or cars from them because even before the crew came out, I was like, yeah, it's cool that you can drive coast to coast, but I mean, that's about it for this game. You know, I, I don't know. It just didn't ever look that appealing to me. So I'm hoping that they move in a new direction.
0: So after, you know, before we get out of this Ubisoft conference talk, a couple of things. So Ubisoft has about 15 studios that are named Ubisoft Space A City. Um, Most, a lot of them, I was talking to Jordan before the show, like seven or eight of them are working uh, together on Ghost Recon Wildlands. There's three of them that aren't listed as working on Ghost uh, Recon Wildlands that don't currently have a title that recently came out or are already known to be working on something. UB Barcelona, uh, the last thing they worked on was Unity in 2014, Assassin's Creed Unity. Uh, UB Montpellier uh the last thing they're marked for working with is beyond good and evil 2 which will probably never happen and ub toronto was working on a rainbow six patriots and it was canceled so those three studios do you think we'll see anything from them Do you think barcelona is probably working with a team on the new assassin's creed do you think montpellier is going to have beyond good and evil 2 do you think that's even a thing and toronto do you think they're maybe working on rainbow six something like what do you guys think these guys are doing if anything
1: you know, Jordan, you mentioned it earlier. I would I would be kind of happy if one of them was making a Rayman game. Um, yeah. After, like, how much fun I had with Ratchet and Clank, I could see them going for something kind of similar with a new Rayman, you know, a, a full-on platformer on, on our
0: console. Yeah, 3D. I want him to break that 2D space because, right. like, the last couple of Raymans were 2D-ish. Yeah. So,
2: but I do think those two were at least successful enough to warrant another one. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, and also, uh, going off of this, I want to see if there's any indie art games, um, like the Valiant Hearts uh, kind of games that they have, and Child of the Light. We might have something like UB that. UB Art. I said Indie Art, sorry. UB Art. UB Art Indie ish games. Um, so we might see something from them, too. Um, so yeah, Ubisoft. We'll have our bold predictions for all these conferences at the end of the show, so stay tuned. Um, that's it for Ubisoft. Now we're going to be talking about. Uh, EA Electronic Arts Everybody's favorite company Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong I believe they were named America's favorite game development company Or game publishing company Yeah I think that's right Yeah Yeah, I think so Um, So the day of recording this We actually got some news Regarding uh, Motive and Visceral Star Wars games Uh, Jade Raymond was interviewed And she said that the game is well on its way Uh, Basically didn't say anything else Also uh, they gave details on Visceral's game With Amy Hennig uh, That it's a few years away Even though it's already been in development For three plus years and that uh, Amy Hennig is working really closely with Lucas on making this game a solid Star Wars experience. That's pretty exciting. Um, before we move on, these Star Wars games, what do you guys expect? Do you think we'll get a title for the Motive game? I doubt we'll get anything from the Visceral game if it's still a few years away. What do you guys think about these Star Wars games?
2: The Motive game, you know, that they, they just opened that studio at the beginning of this year, I think. So that's, that's even farther off than the Visceral game, if you ask me. Um, that Visceral game, man... It's cool, Uh, I'm excited about it, I'm sure it's going to be at least a a good game, but I am almost starting to get a little worried about it, that it's been so long now that they've been, you know, working on this and talking about it, and it hasn't necessarily been, like, announced, or they haven't put a title to it, but, I mean, something, man, we should have seen something by now, I feel like, and not only that, but Visceral, I guess, correct me if I'm wrong, but Visceral's last game is Dead Space 3 which was like 2012 I think or maybe 13 but yeah if it's only like kind of halfway there then what is it going to take them from 2013 until what like 17 or 18 to get this game out that's a long time
0: I'm I'm kind of opposite of you in the sense of like I'm okay with them not announcing anything if they're not comfortable yet last thing we want as we yeah. were talking about earlier is watchdogs and then seeing it every year E3 for the end of time even having yeah. a title sucks like I want to know a game is coming out soon. Like, and I think a lot of this has to do with the Bethesda thing. I think Bethesda really made a game changer when they had fallout. And then it came out that year. I think a lot of people are like, he is like, well, we can, we probably, they have a title in the works. I highly doubt if they don't, and they could say the title, but then what does that give them? People are like, Okay. Now we have a title for a game that we're still not going to have for a couple of years, you know? So, um, I, I really, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm okay with, with them holding back on that. Um, I'm just, I don't, I don't know. I hope we don't get, like, we're going to get oversaturated with Star Wars games. Um, we're probably going to get, like, a Battlefront 2 or something, right, I assume, eventually in the next couple of years or so. Um, you have anything please, to say? Dom, you're a pretty big Star Wars fan. What do you think of these two Star Wars pour, games?
1: Please pour all this oversaturation right on me. <laughs> I don't care. I want it all. Amy Henning, I mean, who played a huge role in making the first three Uncharted games, um, which I love all those games. You know, leading a game about Star Wars. You know, like one of my favorite franchises probably out of anything. So, whatever they need, take their time. My faith is in her.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, she's proven.
2: A correction. Visceral Games came out with Battlefield Hardline last year, which oh, I thought right. was Sledgehammer. Yeah, okay. I thought it was their spin off studio, Sledgehammer, but I was wrong. That was Visceral. Okay.
0: Um, what else? So, cover the Star Wars games there. Battlefield 1? uh there's it's probably gonna be a huge presence obviously at EA probably gonna give a lot more information um for me personally I want to see uh gameplay um I would probably never buy a Battlefield game for the multiplayer I enjoy it I think it's cool but Battlefield always tells interesting stories and the fact that they're able to convince um them to you know EA to make a, ba- a, a World War One game I just want to see gameplay I want to see what it looks like I want to see what's going on I want to see how they treat World War One. you know um
1: what do you guys think? What are we going to see for Battlefield One? I, I, want to say I love the fact that uh, one of the EA executives, I can't remember exactly who, came out saying we originally rejected the World War One idea because they thought
0: kids wouldn't know yeah. what World War right? One was. Just yeah. like I yeah. did,
1: and just like most people did when they first heard about it, right? So I, I, appreciate that, you know, people were able to, you know, within that studio were able to convince them otherwise. Like, no, like this is worth trying. Like, we should go here and do this. I know you can't see it, but just trust us. We have a vision. I, I think that's really cool that that's how that played out. I mean, as far as what we're gonna see see um, at EA Play or whatever they're calling it again, um, yeah, probably a whole shit ton of this game is gonna be all over that. So
0: yeah, I I think also the fact that with them uh, believing in their developers has to do with this whole hated EA thing, and now they're trying to be for the gamers. I think you know the developers were like, yeah, it might not it might not make sense because people were didn't really want World War II games and stuff like that, but like. We're coming at a point now where we can go one or two directions. We can make a quote-unquote advanced warfare-esque game where it's future tech. Or we can go the opposite other direction and we can give somebody something else. Like, it will be refreshing. It will be something different. And that will stand out on the market, you know? And I think that was, that was one of the big things. is Like, there's going to be all these, like, future tech shooters. We're going to have a World War One experience. And I think that it's, it's awesome, you know? Um, for one of the comments he said was, like, I'm not sure kids know what World War One is. Well, then let him play this goddamn game then. If they don't know what it is, <laughs> let him play Battlefield 1. Yeah, you know? first of all,
1: they should know. Yeah. And if they don't, yeah, take this opportunity to introduce
0: mm-hmm. it to them. Maybe put some money into the American education system or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so Mass Effect Andromeda, I hope, has a big presence at E3, which I don't think so. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I think it's going to be Battlefield and uh, Titanfall 2, which we'll talk about after this.
2: We're getting gameplay, man. We're getting Mass Effect gameplay for yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: I, and I also want one of those really cool teasers where it's like – they show the character talking to somebody, but you don't really see the exact conversation happening, you know? I think that would be cool. And maybe, like, uh, like landscapes and stuff. I definitely want actual gameplay, though, too. I definitely want combat. And uh, I also think it would be really smart of them to inject little teasers as to it going back to its RPG elements of, like, the dialogue trees and stuff like that. Um, yep. Also, showing the Mako actually being a nice, drivable vehicle will be sweet. Um, <laughs> instead of a pile of doo-doo. I just want anything. Um, do you guys think this will see quite a bit of Mass Effect Andromeda? Do you think they're going to hold out till Gamescom considering the game was delayed to early next year to show off a lot of it? What do you guys what's the what's the route they're going with with Andromeda?
2: No, I think I think you're going to get quite a bit just because it's time. You know, it was unveiled uh, technically it was unveiled like 2 years ago when they said hey, here's this you know behind-the-scenes dev video where we talk about Mass Effect 4 without calling it Mass Effect Andromeda. Yep. So technically it's been revealed for a while, but then you know we had that CG trailer, Last E3. And then since then we've had just a tiny little leak of a little bit of gameplay that honestly could have been like two years old. So I think they need to show gameplay from that game because uh, we really don't know a whole lot about it, you know?
0: Yeah. What about you, Dom? What do you think about Andromeda?
1: Yeah, we should see a little something at least. They're not going to, you know, give a hard release date or anything this far out, but, you know, we're still working on this. Uh, We're confident it will be out, you know, next spring, and you're going to have a good old fun time in space.
2: Well, speaking of that, last year at their E3 conference, they said... All the games you're about to see today are coming out this year or next year. And then, of course, they delay Mass Effect to 2017.
0: Yeah. So. Is there anything you specifically want to see, Dom? You've played the Mass Effect uh, series. Is there anything specifically you want to see? Anything you want to see different, like they improved on or changed?
1: I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of like those games a lot. I can't. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a developer. I don't have any real good ideas of what so they can a improve A rumor but... is that there's going to be a lot of new aliens. Obviously, it's a different galaxy.
0: Do you think that. Do you want to see. Krogans and all the familiar races as well.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then some, some newer races are gonna would be, you know, really cool.
2: Um. in that leak there was uh, I know there was at least a Krogan, maybe a couple other aliens. Oh yeah in the so...
0: jetpack video, right? The Alpha Test, yep. yep I forgot about it. Yeah, that.
2: they were talking to a Krogan, so I definitely think we'll see the stuff from the original trilogy plus other stuff. Yeah.
0: Um Titanfall two respawns new game um the weird thing is is i've seen a lot of people talking about this game saying i hope it's not multiplayer only they confirmed like three months ago that it's going to have a single player campaign and people oh, yeah. i guess forgot about that um they said it's going to be essentially civil war in space not marvel civil war but like the actual civil war um which i think is a cool concept obviously it's a very like dumbed down way to put it but um the gameplay is really solid did either of you play Titanfall?
1: Nope. Not a it was an
0: Xbox exclusive and it was multiplayer only, so it's 100% out of your guys' <laughs> thought um, oh, It came to PC, I believe, right? We, well, after, yeah, console exclusive, sorry. Um, yeah. So the game, the gameplay is really solid. The shooting mechanics are really good. You'd probably like the shooting mechanics in the game. Both of you, actually. I know, Jordan, you're a big fan of solid shooting mechanics. Um, True. So any game not made by Naughty Dog. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so um, the gameplay is really solid. Multiplayer was fun, but it... If it had a single-player campaign, I would have much appreciated that more than the multiplayer. The multiplayer got drowned out really quick. Um, I think if the single-player campaign looks really cool, I think it'll get a lot more people invested. The fact that it's not console-exclusive means that a lot of PlayStation owners, and there is a lot of them, might get invested in this franchise because it is something cool. I like the idea of the mechs. Um, yeah, and it's, it's just a cool game. I'm excited to see where the uh, campaign is and all that goody, goody stuff, and... Uh, the next thing I, I doubt you guys have anything to say about timefall 2 right consider you guys didn't play the first one
2: that one's probably not one i'm gonna pick up anytime around launch but i'd say if it gets good enough reviews and the campaign looks cool enough you know i do love sci-fi i love me some space stuff and i mean who doesn't love a giant robot with a sword in its hand so i can see myself playing a campaign and maybe even dabbling with the multiplayer when it's you know, 40 bucks down the road or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah, same for me. Um, if, if the campaign's more than just a five-hour, tacked-on, you know, battlefield-type campaign, uh, then it might be worth picking up later on. Yeah, and Respawn yeah.
0: are the Infinity War guys, and they're responsible for Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which had one of the coolest stories in a shooting game I've played. I really enjoyed cod yeah. 4's story. It was really cool. Um, so they have done single-player campaigns for shooters that people liked, so they do have a pedigree there, which is uh, awesome. Uh, The next thing on the list, Ghost Games. They're the guys responsible for the Need for Speed reboot, which came out two years ago. Um, Do you think we'll see the sequel to Need for Speed?
2: No, because um, that is a, like, uh, every other year franchise. It's not annualized. So um, that is something we'll probably see, like, next E3, and then it gets released next fall
0: you don't think we'll see something and then it's like 2018 2017 release date
2: no i think they've got plenty of other stuff to show just because like they have so many other games and that game is uh, like i said need for speed comes out every other year and has been for the last like four or five years now so i'd say it's it's a safe bet you know you're gonna get that game and, and they'll just show it when it's closer to release are
0: you guys do you guys even play racing games are you guys in, interested in need for speed yeah I, I actually
2: know. yeah shout out to ghost games because those guys are uh spin off of criterion um after they did uh need for speed most wanted and i think 2012 um criterion did that and then uh they spun off to ghost and made need for speed rivals and now need for speed um so what they've been doing is kind of like since they are Criterion guys, they're kind of making like a burnout Need for Speed game because of the fact that Burnout's been abandoned. Yeah. So um yeah, I love most wanted. I play that a bunch on Vita. And then Need for Speed Rivals and just straight up Need for Speed are two of my favorite PS four games. So
1: Really? I mean Uh, racing games that aren't called Jack X combat (laughs) battle star racing
2: (laughs) Nebula. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, I'm a huge burnout fan. And just the fact that EA, I mean, you know, it was probably a smart idea to not have competing racing series under one publisher. Um, since EA owns both, but I do kind of wish, even though need for speed is more popular. I wish we were still getting burnout games, but like I said, they're, they're making as close to a Burnout game as you can while it's still called Need for Speed. So, I do love those games.
0: And I do appreciate the Burnout games. I'm not a racing fan. I really don't like them. Um, the last racing game I liked was Split Second on the PS3, I think is where I played it. Yeah. that's fun. Yeah. But, like, I don't like racing games. They're not fun to me. But Burnout makes it really fun because you've got to destroy a bunch of stuff, and that's always fun.
2: Um, yeah, I really don't play, like, simulation racing, ugh. like... Yeah, never play like a Gran Turismo or Drive Club. Who the hell would ever play that? But um, yeah, it's like if I'm gonna do
1: that. That Xbox Racing Sim. Mm -hmm. Forza. Forza. Okay.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't play Forza either. But uh, um, the Fast and Furious uh, like
0: side spin thing that they gave away for free was really cool. I thought it was. That is cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but if I'm gonna do simulation, I'd rather just r- drive my own real car in real life. You know? <laughs> real simulation. If I'm gonna play a racing game, I get, I want to like, you know, be doing crazy stuff and crazy burnout crashes. I or... want
0: a VR game where I just go to the store and drive for groceries. Um,
2: <laughs> so next thing I have on the list it's is called picking up milk. <laughs> yeah.
0: Next thing I have on the list is all of the sports games for me. Um, we don't really need to get into. Obviously, they're gonna have Madden in there. They're gonna have. NBA Live isn't coming out this year, so I doubt they'll show anything. Um, next up, the Criterion game, the extreme action game with, like, the jumping and the ATVs. And...
2: That should just be a burnout game. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh,
0: that. We're, do you think we'll see anything of that? A name, if anything?
2: Um, Does it still exist? <laughs> like I mentioned before the podcast, they showed that game, like, so, you know... I'm trying to think of a game, obviously, like, you know, Last Guardian would be a great example of a game that was shown and talked about way, way, way too early. But, man, this Criterion game, when they showed this a couple years ago, that was just stupid, because it wasn't even, like, close to looking like a video game. I mean, it looked like a a PC game from, like, Windows 95 or something. Like, I don't know what they were thinking, but hopefully it's actually in a decent state where it actually looks like a next-gen video game at this point, and they could... Yeah, give us a title, maybe not release date, but show some gameplay or something. I definitely, like I said, I love Criterion and Ghost, and I definitely want to be playing their games. I
0: know it looked like Star Fox Zero.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just, I don't know what the hell they were thinking with that.
0: Um. Yeah. Uh. Do you have anything to say about Criterion's new game, Dom? Do you does it interest you at all? You want to? N- not a whisper. No. That'd be cool if it was a. F- it's not going to be a free running game. But that'd be cool. Uh. I don't, I, that game's weird. I want to see what exactly it is, because if it's just, like, do crazy stuff, I don't know if a lot of people are going to be into it. Maybe they will.
2: Reminds me of the old ATV Off-Road Fury MX versus ATV games.
0: Is Skate uh, EA property?
2: Skate? Yes. That'd
0: be cool to see a new Skate game, considering Tony
2: Hawk hey, failed. that is a good uh, pick there, Jared, because, man, where is Skate, dude? Like, what have you guys been doing? Yeah. That, that should... We should totally have a skate game on PS4 and Xbox right now.
0: Yeah, I think that'd be a cool idea. Um, Something you brought up before the show, Jordan, Casey Hudson left to Bioware Austin, and you have an idea, or at least a dream, or a hope?
2: Yeah, I'll I'll say that for my predictions, but I will say, yeah, you you hit the nail on the head. Casey Hudson, who uh, was, I guess, either game director or creative director for the original Mass Effect trilogy, left BioWare Montreal and is now at BioWare Austin, so BioWare Austin is the studio that does uh, the Old Republic, the Star Wars MMO, so you, can, you know, we'll talk about it later, but you can kind of see where that's going just, just mm-hmm. by those facts.
0: Uh, you have any, any ideas uh, of anything uh, that we left out? Would you enjoy a skate game, Dom? I doubt maybe you're not even into the skate games, right? No, not at all. No. <laughs> I didn't like skateboarding games either, and uh, I thought skate was cool. I, I thought it was really Dude, cool.
2: I love skating games, and I we need a skate. Like, uh, seriously, that's that's a great point you make. Because, uh, I mean, they weren't like setting the world on fire on Last Gen, but I definitely think they made enough money off Skate to do a sequel. And
0: especially with Tony Hawk setting its own franchise on fire. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it's theirs for the taking. Yeah.
0: So I think we covered everything for EA. Uh, thank you guys for listening to our talk about that conference. Lastly, we're going to be getting into the Bethesda conference. Um, the one that I think is the most surprising, um, personally, it's weird. Uh, I, last year made sense, Fallout 4. Um, for them to have another conference this year means that there's something we don't know about. Or unless they just feel like they have enough titles now where they can show off a lot of things. So first off, their big heavy hitter, Dishonored 2. Um, I know both of you are excited to see more about this game. I really yes. don't care either way. Um, I didn't really like Dishonored 1. But
1: that could change. Uh, what do you guys expect to see for Dishonored 2 or want to see? Big old trailer. Nice little, little gameplay. Maybe a demo or something. A lot. Yeah, uh, I expect to see a lot. And I'm pumped. Oh, yeah. You think this
2: will be the, yeah, the headliner? I mean, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, one of the, the bigger ones, yeah.
0: Um, do you guys think... There's not a release date already, is there?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's November 11th. Okay. So we already have a yeah, release date. Yeah, so
2: I think, I think that they're going to really blow this one out of the water, I think... Um, this is, it, it is one of their bigger games. Um, we talked about the awesome voice cast that they're doing on the show a few weeks ago. Yep, that's right. Um, yeah, we're definitely getting gameplay. We're definitely getting some, some cool Dishonored 2 stuff at E3 this year. Um,
0: so before we get into these speculations or ideas, we're going to get into the two games that currently exist in development that we know about, but don't have a release date. Uh, Elder Scrolls Legends, the card game that I talked about a while back, um, the hearthstone S card game. Um, and Battlecry, their MOBA-esque game that's still in development that I don't know if... So before we get out, we'll get into Battlecry first Now, those Scrolls Legends. I don't think Battlecry will ever be a thing just because I think they're going to see how poorly Battleborn did. And yeah.
1: so Why I was... Why was the name so similar? Like, yeah, Orange. and I,
0: I <laughs> forgot about this game, like Battlecry. Like, what exactly was it? I went and looked up, like, screen caps and, like, stuff... It looks very generic, like even more generic than yep. Battleborn. And I maybe yeah. they might just scrap it altogether. It might not even be a thing anymore. Um,
2: I think they'll just change it completely. Like they'll kind of take some assets and stuff and just turn it into a new game, kind of like what Overwatch was built from the bones of uh, Titan, Titan yeah. was it? Yeah. yeah, so that's kind of – I think they might do that. I think the
0: problem was a lot of people were trying to hit this MOBA trend and be the first person to do it. And then Blizzard's like, actually, our – our game is going to be coming to console and everyone's like oh shit you know because if you think if overwatch wasn't on console and battleborn was there battleborn would be doing pretty fine i think and then it'd be competing with Battlecry, and that's okay but the fact that overwatch came it's such more it's a way more polished product because it's blizzard you know
2: holy crap dude i just thought about that gearbox was probably so pissed when blizzard announced that they were gonna put overwatch on console yeah (laughs) because <laughs> they would have been fine without it. Yep,
0: exactly. Because the only other competitor is Smite, and Smite's a solid game, but it's completely different. It's a MOBA. Oh yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah. So I think they were, they were just trying to chase that MOBA high, and they got left behind. Elder Scrolls Legends. Do you guys think that this will get a release date? Do you think
1: they'll do the Fallout Shelter thing where it's available now to download? That would be cool, especially if it was on iOS. Yeah. I'd be really into that. I'd drop five or ten bucks for it.
0: I yeah. I. It's it's a really fun game. They could also do the free to play macro transaction method. That they did with Fallout Shelter and a lot of card games do. That's probably more likely, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that'll? Do you think that'll be their mobile game of the of the of the show? Because they did Fallout Shelter last year.
1: Yeah. Possibly. Even, even though I like, I, I liked Fallout Shelter, and I, this looks interesting enough to me, and I'd probably grab it. And yeah, this just... is actually a game. From what I play,
0: Fallout Shelter was a game, but it was very mobile game e. this seems like it's an actual game that could be on mobile, like Hearthstone. Hearthstone's an actual game yeah. that's also on mobile, you know? so
1: I just, I don't like the idea that they're going to be continually releasing mobile games. You know what I mean? I don't want the industry <laughs> yeah. to go in that direction. But you
0: have to, I, I understand it not being their mainstay, but they're a, they're a company and they understand where business opportunities are and mobile games sell, especially branded IP that have franchises behind them. Like, I, I agree with you that I hope it's not the mainstay, but I do understand from a business perspective why they do it, you know, so.
2: Jared, did you say that uh, Elder Scrolls Legends is in alpha right now? Yeah, I'm in the alpha test. So, as opposed to getting a release date, I think we're just going to hear him introduce a beta. Yeah,
0: open beta probably, because this is a closed alpha. It could be, sign up yeah. now at com, right? That'll be the yeah. thing to sign up for for the show. Next up on the list, uh, so that was all the stuff that we know are games that exist, but, you know, we don't have release dates for anything. Now comes the speculation. Fallout 4 DLC. Um, we were talking about this. Far Harbor is the first, I would I would explain it as the first major substantial piece of DLC for Fallout. Would you agree, Dom? Like, something that's yeah. actually major? Um, yeah. Th- you know, I think that it makes sense for them to have more DLC for this game, considering every Fallout they've made, or at least Fallout 3 and Vegas had three or four substantial vegas had three and what did uh three have like five like substantial pieces of dlc yeah yet? quite a few um so i would assume they're going to announce something right
1: some kind of reveal uh, yeah and especially after they they increase the price of that season pass last yeah. this year so I, yeah they definitely have at least one more big piece of dlc and then probably two more you know or one or two more you know smaller things
0: yeah, um, what do you think, Jordan? you think we'll see Fallout 4 DLC?
1: So, we were discussing this before the show. I was
2: under the impression that uh, Far Harbor was the last piece of DLC for Fallout 4. So, um, I guess I could be wrong there, but even still, I'm not so sure that they're going to support this game nearly as much as they did with 3, just because I don't think it's nearly as popular. I mean, it may have sold more copies, but I don't think...
1: Yeah, I think it sold like it's... five times as many copies.
2: Yeah, but I still think that people, like, think about how long people talked about Fallout 4, or Fallout 3 for. Um, they, like, people still talk about Fallout 3, as if it just came out. And I think that the tale was very short on Fallout 4, where um, people aren't really talking about that game, even with the Far Harbor DLC. Um, um An
0: interesting idea to that, too, uh, Jordan, uh, is that, you know fallout 4 was more fallout 3 and i think people assume that they're going to take a a break and kind of make an actual new fallout game right like feels like a new fallout game and what better way to still supply gamers to own your current game and work on a new game than having mods on consoles which they're going to have they're gonna yeah. have the Fallout, yeah, do we think... Fallout mods, so yeah, they're... it already happened on Xbox. Yeah, so already... they're gonna have people having new content that they can opt into to get on their on Fallout 4, and you know Bethesda doesn't have to worry about actually making it, so it can give some longevity to the game while they cont- while they start to work on Elder Scrolls uh, and you know the next
2: Fallout. So, do we think that we'll ever see those mods come over to PS4? I think or they are going to.
0: to. It's a timed thing. Xbox only has it okay. for a certain amount of time. It's kind of like or, the rise of Tomb Raider thing, um, yeah. And it just—it was weird because the way they had it last year, at E3, when they first announced it, was this was a Microsoft exclusive thing, but it, they never said exclusive. It was just like coming first to Xbox. So, um, yeah. next up, Machine Games—they uh, had Wolfenstein uh, New Order and then the substantial DLC, Old Blood. Uh, do will we see Wolfenstein Two, whatever they plan to call it? Do you think we'll see their new game? Machine Games new game. It's a good question. Will it even be Wolfenstein? Will they take will they do their
1: take on Quake? That's yeah, I think they'll go a different route. Quake maybe, yeah. See,
2: for me I think Wolfenstein was successful enough that it'll get a sequel and yeah, I think I think that probably is what Machine Games is currently working on.
0: Do you think we'll see it though? They're working on it, but do you think we'll see anything about it?
2: See that? <sighs> yeah, yeah, I do because um, one of the questions I was going to ask you guys is, do you think that, you know, this is two years in a row with a Bethesda press conference? Is this going to be a regular thing now? I think so.
0: Yeah. Um, because uh, yeah. I
2: guess that just means that they're confident enough in their lineup, studio lineup, that they're going to have enough games. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, you kind of almost have to have Machine Games or Tango GameWorks coming out and saying something.
1: Plus, it also tells me that you know maybe they've reached out and have other studios making making games for them, right? I mean, true. they could have they expanded. they are a publisher. Exactly. And there could be things we don't know about yet, like some publisher we don't even, or a studio, rather.
0: To both of your points, uh, you mentioned Tango Gameworks. We could possibly see Evil Within 2. Um, yep. That game uh, took the horror genre, which is severely underlacking as far as true horror games, and brought it back, I think. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll obviously talk about, uh, obviously, Resident Evil and stuff, trying to do that next week. Um, going to your point of studios that they don't necessarily own making games, uh, I was looking through their, their history, and in 2011, they had two games that they actually published that they don't own the studios. Uh, in, Exile, uh, in Exile made Haunted the uh, the Demon Forge, and Splash Damage made Brink. So we could see a, a, a Bethesda-published game that's not a studio they own. So you were talking about them having a game we don't know about or a studio they don't own making a game. So that's completely 100% uh, plausible, so... It's weird though because there's not – it doesn't seem like there's a lot on here that we know about to warrant a whole conference. So there has to be – it has to be a Machines game or a Tango game works. Something – would. there has to be more here, right? There has to be. Um, you know, the Game Studios working on something. There has to be something there,
1: right? I could also see um, – this might be a stretch, but maybe a huge expansion for Elder Scrolls Online maybe? I don't think that game warrants it Might not be worth it to them. Ex- yeah. That they... they
2: they did have that last year. They had an expansion last year for Elder Scrolls. Okay, Online. so it
1: was as soon as last year. Then I think they. But might they also went else. free to play. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, that game's definitely not as successful as they wanted it to be. After the, you know, people freaking out about Skyrim. And it has a... That's,
1: that's why I go both ways on it because yeah, they wanted so much more out of it, and so they could either say, "Well, we already spent so much and put so much into this. We need to keep it going for at least something." You know, gets should be cut out of it or just give up and be done with they it they
2: just they screwed that game up it took them too long after skyrim to where the hype had kind of already died down and the fact that it took so long to get it on console that i just big
1: problem yeah
2: i don't know what what the hell they were thinking with that game they messed that one up
0: i would rather see elder scrolls the title of the new game than literally anything of online any, I yeah. I do not want to see anything with ESO at all. I,
2: I don't think you're going to get that, though. I think it's going to be a while yeah. before you see anything else. I know. Rolls, in like uh, two years, maybe. Mainline. Yeah. Maybe.
0: So that finishes our conference talk of EA, Ubisoft, and Bethesda. We're now going to be talking about our predictions. We're going to go conference by conference. We're going to make uh, two predictions. One pretty plausible. The other one maybe outlandish, maybe not. It was up to them. I gave them an idea. And uh, we're going to – let's see what we fill in our balls, boys, what we're going to predict – and we'll come back after the show and see what came true and what didn't. So we're going to go with Ubisoft Conference first. I'll go with mine. Um, I think that the Red, Link, uh, Red Links game, uh, they're going to have a new game. I think they're going to unveil it. It's going to be Trials, whatever. Um, and the what I'm going to predict is that I think it's going to be a console exclusive for Xbox. The reason I say this is that the first Trials, Trials HD, was only on Xbox Live. And the second Trials game was only on Xbox. Trials, uh... Fusion was the first game to be on PlayStation X, Xbox. So they do have a close tie there to Microsoft. It would make sense for Microsoft to get some more exclusives because exclusives always help a console sell. So my first prediction is that Red Lynx won't unveil a new Trials game and it will be console exclusive. Um, My second and more outlandish uh, prediction, uh, Ivory Tower, the guys behind the crew, their new game is going to be a Rayman Kart Racer. That's my prediction. And obviously it probably would never happen, but here's my thought process. They made a racing game. Rayman hasn't had a new game. The last couple of Rayman games have introduced a slew of new characters. A ton of new characters. And, yeah, uh, yeah. why couldn't we get a, a a kart racer on consoles that people actually buy? Uh, <laughs> Mario Kart's awesome, but not a lot of people on the console, unfortunately, and I'm not going to buy a console for Mario Kart. So I
1: think it could be plausible.
0: Um, highly outlandish, but, you know. Ivory Tower making a Rayman
1: Kart racer. So what about you guys? What's your Ubisoft well, predictions? Well, since you poked fun at it really quick, I'm okay. um, pretty sure Mario Kart had like a 50% attach rate. Wii yeah, Wii. I'm not saying it didn't it outstanding. sell. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah.
0: Props to it. It's a great game too. I would want to play it. It's not that I don't want to play it. It's just, I don't want to own a Wii U. So, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, what, what were your guys' Ubisoft predictions? Uh, I'm thinking we're going to see a Rayman game uh, from one of those Ubisoft, comma, city, uh, you know, studios. yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm thinking it's going to be like a full-fledged 3D platformer. Okay. That's going to be my bold prediction. Okay. And what's your regular prediction? Um, like I was saying earlier, I think we're going to have both Ghost Recon, Ghost Recon Wildlands and Watch Dogs 2 coming out, coming out this fall. Um,
0: Do you think they're going to be
1: not... a more, more of a prediction, like release dates, uh, months? You don't have to say specific dates. We'll say Ghost Recon will be September and Watch Dogs will be November. Okay. And Jordan, what are your
0: predictions for Ubisoft?
2: So, uh, for my first plausible one, I'm thinking that we're going to see some kind of other spin off of one of their series, kind of like they did with Far Cry Primal. Okay. I think that that's definitely definitely plausible just because um, Far Cry Primal definitely didn't set the world on fire, but I think it, you know, it was. a solid top 10 seller in the months that it came so like out. It's like a triple A game, not and... like a
0: Assassin's Creed side scroller, right?
2: Oh no, definitely triple A, okay. definitely um a, you know, a big $60 title. I think that um it just seems like that that fits for Ubisoft. You know, they already do a lot of spin-offs with like the Tom Clancy series and um I'm not sure what franchise this would be in, but I definitely think it's plausible that we see some kind of spinoff akin to Far Cry Prime. Okay.
0: First prediction, new spinoff game. Gotcha.
2: Yeah. And then um, my bold prediction for Ubisoft is going to be um, that we actually do get to see Beyond Good and Evil 2. Um, I think as as recently, it's been within the last year, maybe even the last six months. Um, but one of the guys that works on that game or at the studio that is in charge of Beyond Good and Evil 2 has said that it's still around, it's still in development, still exists, and, you know, they've never come out and said it's canceled, and uh, at this point, you know, it, it either exists or it doesn't, and they're saying that it does, so I think that at some point you've got to mention it, you got to show it in in some official capacity, so I definitely think it's it's uh, a bold, uh, far-out prediction, but it's I think it's very much possible that we see a little bit of Beyond Good and Evil, because for one, people aren't going to let that game go. They're they're going to keep on asking those Ubisoft PR guys and heads of studios of, you know, is this game still alive? Is it still around? Same thing with Last Guardian until we knew about that. And they're not going to let it go. So I think that either have to cancel it and come out and say it, or just go ahead and show it.
0: Um, just to preface too, guys, we didn't talk about any of these predictions before to each other, so they're all surprises to all of us. Um, True. EA predictions. We'll go in a new order. Since I went first this time, uh, Dom, let's go with you first on EA. What do you have for us? All right, so let's go
1: with the regular ones. We'll say Titanfall 2. Does that have a release date yet? Uh, no. Okay, I didn't think so. So we'll say Titanfall 2 comes out in November. Okay. I think that's pretty, you know, a pretty easy prediction to make. So the same um, month as Battlefield. Yes, and also the same month as Call of Duty, I believe. Yeah, probably. Oh, so yeah. And that's well. So there's a little boldness to that one a little bit too. Yeah, in the same month as you know those other two huge shooters. So, um, Battlefield actually, hmm, I'm gonna say that's gonna be a little. Do we, do we have a release date for that actually? I think they said November. I could be wrong okay. though. I could be wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll assume it's already November then. Anyway, okay. Um, for my bold prediction, um, I, I wish that uh, Jordan hadn't hadn't made his his earlier. This is the one thing he did spoil for us, but. Otherwise, I would have took that same pick. So instead, I will say the bold prediction will be they add. Um, if you bought the season pass for Battlefront, they will add a campaign to it, kind of thing. That will be one of the uh, one of the DLC. Whoa! Oh, so one of the announcements that's is they have a, as a campaign
0: as a DLC. Exactly. That's pretty bold. I'll give you that. Good, good call. Because you Cause know
2: that that's... that final expansion still hasn't been announced for Battlefront. Wow.
0: So, Titanfall, November release date. Timefall two, obviously, uh, and uh, campaign coming to Battlefront are your two predictions.
1: Because they were working on it.
2: Yeah, so I think
1: it's John possible. Boyega wants it, he gets. Yeah, it. Yeah,
0: exactly, Finn. Um, which is funny because it's like end. Um, so Jordan, what are your predictions for EA?
2: Yeah. So, um, this one's kind of, uh, kind of just a general, vague one, but I'm gonna say even more Star Wars. Um. So Respawn, Visceral, and Motive, Motive are all uh, at the cusp, the beginning of their development cycle for their three Star Wars games. And, of course, we know that Battlefront Two is going to be happening. And, of course, we also know that uh, there's not going to be any more Disney Infinity Star Wars. So um, I still, I know that like it seems like all of EA is working on Star Wars right now. But I still think there's gonna be even more. And, um, you know, it could be just a, an Old Republic expansion or something like that, but they are, you know, Disney wants to put as much Star Wars, not just movies, but toys and expanded universe, comics, novels, games, whatever they can in front of your face. Cause people, they know that people love Star Wars and want to eat it up. So I think we're gonna see even more Star Wars from EA. So that was your uh, your regular prediction. What's your your bold prediction? Right. So the bold one is that uh, you know earlier on in the show I was saying I didn't want to spoil anything. Talked about how Casey Hudson had moved from BioWare Montreal over to BioWare Austin, which is the Old Republic studio. And then uh, before the show, Jared and I were talking about how um, technically, you know, Knights of the Old Republic one and two are no longer canon since disney bought star wars however um bioware austin has been doing expansion packs for the old republic that actually continue the story from knights of the old republic one and two with darth Revan and some of the other characters so in a weird kind of way kotor actually is canon in some ways um so my bold prediction is that the recent casey hudson left uh bioware montreal and his famed Mass Effect series that he's been directing for so many years. Um, There's very few reasons that he would want to leave that situation and go to Bioware Austin. And I think the reason is that he is working on Knights of the Old Republic 3 or Reboot or whatever it is. KOTOR Um, in some fashion. Right, exactly. And uh, that's going to be a big announcement if that's the case. People have been clamoring for a sequel to KOTOR 2 for... You know, about 10 years or so now. So I think that would be awesome if that was the case. And that would that would fit into the even more Star Wars thing. Yep, so it's like know? a double whammy. Yeah. Um, you guys took a lot of the safe
0: ones. Mine are kind of both bold. Um, so my first prediction is that Motive gives us a game title. Um, so we get the name of the Motive game, right? Jade Raymond maybe comes on stage and says, Star Wars, the thing, thing. Whatever it is. Uh, and then we get um, a release year, a release window of 2018. That's one of my predictions. So Motive, game title, plus 2018 is the release.
2: Even though that studio was just started in the last six months? Yeah,
0: I don't think that Motive is the only one working on it. I think that they have...
2: Okay, it. So that's a good, that's a good um,
0: point. Second, I and maybe that could be why Visceral's game is taking so long. They may be helping on that as well. You never know.
2: Jesus. Um, just make Dead Space 4, come on. That's...
0: funny that you say that. My second prediction...
2: Ooh. Not Dead Space oh, 4.
0: Shit. Sorry. I think uh. this is a two parter. So I have a first part and then I have a super bold second part. VR is getting really big. I think that EA is smart to get on the VR train. Oh. Um, I think that they're going to make a Dead Space VR game.
1: I'll lose it. Fuck! Lose no! It. I think.
0: Screw you! I think that Not they're going to make. Jared, a, but EA. I think they're going to announce a. They're going to be like, we know you guys love VR, you, we know you guys love Dead Space. You, no, we I know can't. you guys love horror, we're putting all that together Dead Space VR, I think it's going to be I don't yeah. think it's going to be a rehashing of Dead Space 1 2 or 3, um, hopefully God, not 2 or 3 Um, but I think that, uh, I think they're going to do something with Dead Space in that same universe It's going to be a VR game. Second part to this We talked about this last week, of Microsoft supposedly working with somebody on a VR game for the Xbox big boy. A European studio Yeah, oh, I guess yeah that kind of cancels it then, um Never mind I was gonna say that this is will be the, the exclusive VR game but yeah so my two things are motive game title plus the year dead space VR
1: game those are you know my what two I bet, what I bet is actually more likely um that you're right except it's not dead space game it's you know a VR experience yeah you know, like an hour long type thing that you barely interact with or something yeah uh, see my
2: if I was gonna be excited for VR which I'm I'm really just not just because you know probably because I haven't tried it yet but if i was going to be excited for vr it's because of the horror capabilities that i think would be really cool yeah however if that's what they do after just totally destroying the dead space series bringing it to vr i mean fuck man that's one of my favorite franchises of all time like i'm a huge dead space fan and i was even a big fan of dead space extraction on the wii which is a a uh on on rails kind of time Never crisis game yeah me neither but it, it's, like, you know, six hours, whatever. Like I said, it's on rails. And it's canon within the Dead Space universe. Of have um, picked that, that canon apart. But um, even that, like, I love that. And, you know, that would kind of be comparable to, like, a VR game since it it was PlayStation Move and Wii Wand. I, um, yeah, I would love I, this. But I really, man, like, the way that they, they just move so far away from what Dead Space 1 was with 2 and 3, I think that they're going to piss a hell of a lot of people off if the next Dead Space game isn't proper Dead Space 4. And an actual horror game, not action, adventure. I think
0: this is a franchise that I wouldn't say they don't care about, but they're willing to take risks with. And I think if there was one franchise that they would do it with, it's Dead Space. Um. So, lastly, Bethesda. Jordan, you hit us up with yours first.
2: So, um, first one... I think is is really just as safe as you can be. I think that you're going to get, uh, as, from Bethesda, as successful as Doom has been, um, maybe even the sleeper hit of the year in my eyes, I think you're going to get some big, fat Doom DLC announcement. And then even more, um, like I'm talking, you know, you're definitely going to get multiplayer DLC, but I think you might even get some single-player DLC just because people were um, so surprised. pleasantly surprised with how well the campaign was um and then uh like i said even more than that i think you're also going to get um some snap map dlc because um like you said jared that's a really cool feature and it is kind of the third pillar of that game so um some Substantial Doom DLC and some big snap map improvements.
0: Is that is your bold and your regular on one? Or is that just your regular?
2: No, no, okay. no. That's just that's just my uh, single plausible okay. one. Then the bold one is that we're gonna get a new IP from Bethesda, and uh, possibly even Bethesda Game Studios. Even though I know they're kind of wrapped up in the whole Fallout thing right now, I do think that it's time for them to branch out. If not Bethesda Game Studios, I definitely think Bethesda as a publisher. Um, but Bethesda game studio in particular, you know, they kind of just bounce back and forth between fallout and elder scrolls, fallout, elder scrolls. So at some point that's got to get tired, you know, kind of like with Bioware and dragon age and mass effect. At some point you're going to want to do something other than just two different franchises. So, um, maybe not the boldest of predictions, but yeah, I think we're going to get some kind of new IP from Bethesda.
0: Okay. Um, Mine are, so my plausible one is an Elder Scrolls mobile game. Uh, Whether that's Elder Scrolls Legends or something else, I think we're going to get an Elder Scrolls mobile game announced. Um, Going to your point of them going Fallout Elder Scrolls, Fallout Elder Scrolls, it makes sense to me that they released Fallout Shelter and it was so successful that they would have an Elder Scrolls uh, mobile game. Um, So that's my first prediction. And my second one, my bold prediction, is Machine Games will be at the show and they will be showing off Quake Reborn i don't th- I don't know if it'll be named quake reborn but I think it'll be what wolfenstein uh new new order was to Wolfenstein what doom was to doom I think machine games will show off quake the new version
1: um okay so that's my bold prediction what about you dom all right um I think my regular prediction i'm gonna say evil within two is gonna get you know announced shown release date later this year okay. Or actually, you know what? I'm gonna say ne- early next year. Um, okay. Probably a little early on. Plus, they're gonna want to get out of the way of. I'm pretty sure Resident Evil is supposed to come out this year. But anyway, so I'm gonna say yeah, Evil Within two for uh, spring 2017 is the uh, the easy prediction. Okay. And the bold prediction. I'm gonna have some fun with this. Um, so I think the big the big thing that's gonna happen is they're going to announce um, Fallout blank whatever city that is you know this generation's new, new vegas. vegas exactly i don't know if um i think it was obsidian that had uh, that had made new vegas i don't know if they have the capacity yeah. for this right now um but i think they're going to follow that same formula here i'm hoping hoping fallout old same detroit formula.
2: but exactly. you think that you'll get a fallout spinoff this close to fallout 4? that's why it's bold baby <laughs> well yeah it would
1: it would be early right for them to say anything about it if that were the case
2: what was the difference in release dates for 3 in New Vegas?
1: Two years? Couple years, yeah. Two years, I
0: think.
2: Yeah. So, I Sounds mean, right.
1: the, we'll, we'll, so I'll say my prediction is, you know, they're just going to mention it. Like, by the way, this is happening. Expect it, or maybe not even expect anything. Just, this is happening. See? Yeah. Uh, right? And that's okay. about it. But also, I want to throw one other thing in there. A lot of people have been buzzing around about, you know, a, a Skyrim remake. On uh, on PS4 and Xbox that One, it doesn't make sense, man. Uh, I, I know, I'm with you. <laughs> I don't think that will happen, but I do think, and they might actually, yeah, they would probably announce this like at the Microsoft conference instead of at the Bethesda <laughs> one. But I think Skyrim will be announced. You know, this is back compatible, um, on oh, Xbox God. One. That would be so good. That um, would be huge for them. Yeah. And I, I,
0: well, I would isn't imagine that already
2: a thing. Exactly.
0: Um, yeah, so I have some stuff to say about that, but I want to get into that next week when we actually dive into Microsoft head first. Um, I'm probably actually, once we're done with all our predictions for these next two weeks before E3 hits, I'm probably going to make, like, a graphic of all of our predictions uh, just to have, and then we can cross it off as things happen. Um, yeah, we had a lot of predictions. Um, yeah, tune in next week. We're going to be talking about Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, and everybody else, including Square Enix and stuff. Uh, let's get into what we're, we're going to be playing. Um, I'm going to get back into Quantum Break, try to get through that. Uh, I'm having a blast that. I want to get through as much of it as I can. Um... The problem it's, yeah. The problem I'm having trouble with Quantum Break is Overwatch, Uh game super fun. Um, <laughs> I have EA Access, so I'm going to check out Mirror's Edge Catalyst, though I don't know if I want to get into it because I want to focus on Quantum Break and I don't want to take time away from Quantum Break to play Mirror's Edge Catalyst and then get caught up in that. Um, so I'll probably just be playing Overwatch and um, Quantum Break. Um, Bo Burnham's new uh, stand-up special came out on Netflix today. Hell I'm yeah. I'm a huge Bo Burnham fan. Super stoked <laughs> to watch that. Um, so I'll probably be checking out the, that probably tonight, um, sometime this week at the very least. Um, Yeah.
2: No. Shout out to Bo Burnham, dude. He's the Yeah, shit. I love Bo Burnham.
0: Great. He's our our generation's uh, George Carlin, I like to say.
2: Oh, I like him. Yeah, it. I like
0: him a lot. Um, So, yeah, uh, just going to be doing that. Uh, going to be awaiting next week to see what Dom thinks. We'll probably have a Doom discussion when he finishes up the single-player campaign. And we'll talk about that next week. And when I finish Quantum Break, we'll probably have a Quantum Break episode, two with Jordan. So that's going to be awesome. So, yeah, just overwatching and Quantum Break for me this week, guys. Um, what about you guys?
1: Doom. I'm going to keep playing Doom. Doom. I'm going to play some more Doom. <laughs> yeah. Doom. Doom. Anything else? Yeah, I'll get back into Far Harbor after that. Far Harbor. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Doom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll get back into Doom, Yeah. <laughs> oh but also i want to play some more doom okay (laughs) oh okay
2: okay okay um for me i am like i said i've been reading those witcher books and i'm uh just rolling through those loving those and of course i'm gonna be playing a ton more blood and wine um and i will make sure even if i only turn on my ps3 (laughs) just to hop in for a sec i'm gonna play some persona 3 this week that's for sure And then, um, you know, I've got some stuff that I kind of need to finish up. I've got Valkyria Chronicles Remastered. I got, like, halfway through that in two days and then just kind of haven't played it for a while. Same thing with Ratchet & Clank. Um, Uncharted 4 came out and uh, was playing Witcher Hearts of Stone and just some stuff popped up. I love Ratchet & Clank. You never finished it? And uh, Huh? You've not finished it? No, that's what I'm saying is I need to get back to it because I'm about – halfway through there as well. So got some games I kind of need to tidy up on and, um, Oh, Odin sphere leaf rouser comes out or however the fuck you say that, uh, <laughs> um, that, uh, yeah, the remake of the PS2 game remaster, I should say, of the PS2 game by VanillaWare, who are masters of side scrolling RPGs, um, JRPGs, I should say, um, probably be playing that probably going to get that one. Um, And uh, Dragon's Crown is on sale, which is another VanillaWare RPG for Vita and PS3. Might be doing that. I might actually get that one instead of Odin's Fear because it's a PS2 remaster, and I think they're releasing it for a full 60, so might have to wait until that one comes down a little bit.
0: That's weird. Why remaster stuff when you can have backwards compatibility? Hashtag Xbox. (laughs)
2: Um... Yeah, I guess they could have just put out the PS2 version on PS4 for like, you know, 10 or 15 bucks that is well, it's a
0: remaster though that does i'll, I'll understand selling it if it's not because backwards compatible is you're playing an older version remaster you still have a little but, bit of reason to sell it but yeah you know
2: even even that still like there's you know like devil may cry or god of war 3 there's like ps3 uh remasters that come out for like you know less than 40 maybe even like 20 or 30 bucks and then this ps2 game gets remastered for 60 it's kind of weird yeah
0: i agree Um, So you heard we're playing, got a hefty, hefty plate of video games for us. Um, Hopefully Dom plays Doom. I don't know if he will. Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, so thank you guys for listening. As always, if you want to give us a like on SoundCloud and follow us, that'd be great. We're also on iTunes. I recently put our podcast up on the Google Play podcast service thing that launched. Not too familiar with it, but it seems like a lot of people like it. So I put it up on there as well. It recently got published. All of our episodes are up there from the beginning. Um, And uh, we're also on YouTube. We post the videos Monday through Friday. All of the parts go out, and then the final episode on Friday. If you want it early, it goes up on Sunday on SoundCloud. Thank you to anybody who shares, likes, follows, as we say every week. We really appreciate it. Um, We still have – if you want to like us on – or follow us on Twitter, we still have a giveaway going for that. Uh, Even if you guys already, you know, followed us, share us with your friends. Even if you don't think they'd be interested, share us as much as you can because we're trying to get out there as much as we can and – when you're as small as we are, it's really hard, and uh, you know, there's a lot of grinding that happens before you actually make it. So as long as we're seen by somebody popular eventually, we'll maybe get a little bit of traction. So any sharing, liking, following really helps us. We appreciate every single one, and we don't just say that. Um, yeah, so thank you. Uh, join us next week when we talk about Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, and everybody else. Any closing words, Dom, Jordan? Xbox Big Boy,
1: coming <laughs> 2017. That's the official name. May the force be with us. May the
0: force be with us, and hopefully we're getting a new co tour. Everyone's hoping for one. Hell
1: yeah. Catch you guys next time.
0: Bye.